You're listening to From the Bullet to the Bible with Philip Hall and Tim Lowry. Join us today as we take you on a journey through the life and testimony of ex-mobster Philip Hall. The studio lines are now open. You can text your questions to 936-337-5700. That's 936-337-5700. Our hope is that through this program, you'll see that God wants to be a real part of your life and that no matter who you are or what you've done, Jesus still loves you. Now, here's your host, Tim Lowry. All right, welcome to another episode of From the Bullet to the Bible. We've got some very special guests today. Philip, you want to announce yo, who we've got yo, in yo. studio? Yeah, how's everybody doing out there? Man, we have uh, one in studio right now, uh, Jason Plumley. Say hello, Jason. What's up, everybody? How are y'all? Celebrate Recovery. We have uh, Celebrate Recovery back in the studio today. Awesome. And, you know, I, I love that he's here because that is an issue that I I am actually being inundated on Facebook and private messages with prayers for drug uh, people having drug issues and just issues, man. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I think it's coming off the COVID thing yeah. and then it's getting into the high tax thing and then more stresses with gasoline and all this stuff that you can, we can go on forever about, but um, great to have you here today, Jason. Thanks for having me. We've got a special guest. Uh, we want to try to squeeze in at the end of the show, Joe Halati who's uh i think he's on his way big uh, joe big joe from joe's restaurant in conroe and give him a shout out and thanks for all his support and listeners out there so we had some tornadoes mm. yeah i tell you I'm, I'm still kind of in a spin from yesterday we had the tornado between madisonville and crockett and then uh then we had another one that went right through the lovelady area and even on our property like maybe I don't know, maybe 200 yards from the tower yeah. on our on our east side. Man. Uh, it knocked down trees and blocked the whole road. And so getting back home from the studio yesterday, I couldn't even, you know, drive down my road. It was like full on trees just blocking the road. I know where you live too. And that's a tough road to go down without anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was, it was a river. I mean, wow. it was probably like three feet of water and and then that tree and but i i made it home so i was grateful but still just you know i just kept praying and said lord there's so many people out there that are dealing with this stuff and you today you told me that just a few days ago there was a tornado on the lake yeah they didn't uh, confirm that till today we just heard but i was outside you know putting some tools back and getting things ready and the sky got real dark it got real calm and um some hail started up and i know i've I've been through that before. Uh, uh, I've created tornado tornadoes, and, <laughs> and uh, I, I, my wife and I have been through them. And man, it was—I, it could have been. And we, the next after it happened, there were objects around the neighborhood that were literally placed somewhere else. Yeah, neighbors were checking out. There were trees that were bent the wrong way in opposite directions, and oh yeah, nobody said that's what it was, but. There was a lot of flooding, water coming, blowing upwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came in sideways. So yeah, absolutely. Well, and that's the thing that uh, when we got back home, that there was the trash cans were not in the back; they were (laughs) in the front yard, and I mean, literally stuffed, strung out all over. I was like, "Wow, this is those cans ain't lying." 
No, and there there was a lot of wind, and um, I'm just glad that um, our tower survived and everything survived. And it was really close to be that close onto the property, but a lot of prayer and thank you guys, thank you listeners for out when we we got out there. I know that we were all praying, and it, it helped. So really appreciate. So that. now we're celebrating recovery from this tornado. <laughs> yeah, I was coming up 45 in the middle of all of it yesterday. Really, yesterday afternoon when it hit Madison County, I was on 45. Coming, wow. coming north, driving into it, and it got a little sketchy. And we yeah. were pulling a car too behind us. Really? Yeah, it was a little sketchy. Yeah, I, I couldn't see two inches in front of me uh, when we were driving into the studio. It was it was like a monsoon. And uh, but you know what? It, it's it's one of those things that this is East Texas weather, and I am not from East Texas, <laughs> so I'm still trying to get used to it. Still trying. There to. is no getting used to it, and that's what I hear. Everyone goes, "Nope, there's no." The only thing that I know different now is everybody carries on their cell phones the radar app. Mm-hmm. If you you know if at least you can, you've got like a few minutes warning, you can see it coming. <laughs> it's like whoop, there that there it is, there it is. But what one thing that was amazing was yesterday when we were looking at that, those big giant red dots on the radar coming at us. It was literally coming right for our our station. I have one of those little pins on the map where it shows so there it is it's coming right for the station and maybe a couple miles before it got to us it split in half and went around mm-hmm. and i was like thank you lord thank you man right <laughs> thank you lord like we need something else to pray over it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, been a crazy year though man it really has and there's so much going on in the nation in the world and it's tough to turn on the news i've started turning it on lately because um i'm i'm blessed to be getting being able to get back out and start sharing testimony at churches and and i'm waiting on some prison results right now and hopefully to get in there and i want to kind of keep up with what's going on in the world and where we're right. going Man, it's depressing. It's tough to turn on the news. Oh, yeah, it is. And But that's why it's important to have places like Celebrate Recovery, because it's not just about uh, drug addiction. It's also about anxiety. Correct. It's about, um, you know, fear. It's about all of these different things that cripple you as an individual, as a, as a Christian, um, that this world is just dumping on you. Mm-hmm. And you need a place that comes from a biblical point of view of how to recover from that that's exactly right exactly right it's a it's a place to remind you that jesus christ is the one that pulls us out of whatever issue we're going through that uh it's not just find a higher power of your own understanding it's with if you know no no disputing it whatsoever it's jesus that's going to pull you out of any situation that you're struggling with exactly right jesus is the higher power he is the higher power that's right that's exactly right i don't know how many of you guys uh listening actually got to see the new episode of the chosen last night uh oh i missed it (laughs) it came out um beautiful beautiful it was the biggest one that they've done yet production wise i mean just massive stuff going on but um it was uh, about um that same topic about how you can live your whole life um, dealing with something and not believing in God, losing the hope, losing um, all of that stuff. And, And the answer to the healing is Jesus. And one of the things that he said, he goes, you know, 
when he asked the, this guy, he says, do you want to be healed? And he starts making all these excuses. He goes, well, I can't get down here and no one will carry me. And, and he just said, I'm not asking for carry what you. this person is doing or not doing for you. What I'm asking is, do you want to be healed? Mm-hmm. And it's like, we got to get to that place where it's like, right. stop making the excuses of all these other circumstances. Why we can't do this? Why this? He said, answer the tough question. Do I really want to be saved from this addiction? Step do I really one. want to be saved from this? If so... Christ is the way uh-huh. and he's ready there and he's just, he doesn't mess around. It was cool in that episode because then he, he heals him and you know, it's just, it was just awesome. But um, I love the fact that the chosen really gives us depiction of what uh, the relationship with the disciples could have looked like and, and gives a real awesome personality there to, to Christ and kind of opens up a lot of people's eyes to um, getting back and for me, I just get more excited when I read the word now, right? Because I start picturing, oh, this is cool. I can do this. You're you're uh, real close to that that crew, aren't you? Uh, you? You've got some connections with them guys. You've seen them. I am I am very close with never speaking to them. <laughs> <laughs> we do. I do a lot of work for a studio in L.A. called Kappa Studios. Okay. The owner Paul Long, amazing, amazing guy, does a lot of the things you know that are in the Christian media. Um, and they're doing the chosen, they're doing the post-production and everything there. And every time that I'm there to, to work, something always happens where I don't actually get to sit there and talk with them. And, um, yet I still want to just give, you know, Dallas and everybody high fives, you know, it's that they just did a really, really great job. You've gotten to see that show. I remember you talking about yeah. it when it first came out from its birthing process. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, uh, I don't think from what I've seen, it, it wasn't really, oh, there wasn't a lot of support for them. There wasn't a lot of belief that it was going to do well. And then it did. I mean, it, it well, was amazing. When um, you realize that they decided, Hey, we're going to try to crowdfund this. Anybody that says crowdfunding, it's like, okay, that's, you know, you're going to get like a few thousand bucks if you're lucky. And this became the largest crowdfunded yeah. film in about in the life of Christ in the history of the crowdfunding raising over ten million dollars. Wow. And you know, it's just amazing to see that all of that and more went onto the screen. You know, the production value, the just all the 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 resources that they created too to go along with it, the the books and the uh, devotionals and all of that stuff. Just amazing, amazing stuff. For how they put that together for me what I find uh, I really love about that, what you just explained, um, is it shows the demand for Christ out there. Yeah. Man, that people wanted to see that and they needed. And I'll tell you, the, the opening scene, uh, not to spend too much time on it, but it, I don't, many, not many movies bring tears to my eyes. Yeah. But uh, the scene where Jesus first meets Mary oh, in the yeah. bar and he covers that glass and he says, that's not for you. Um, and then he screams her name. Mm, yeah. Man, I, I, I crumbled. I, I, I remembered my addictions and, and the things and the fear that I was facing to where it took me to suicide. I mean, I, I'm, I was in a position where I was running from the mob, which we haven't got to in the book yet, but running from the mob, running from the law, running from my family, myself, and most of all, running from Christ. And those words melted me. Mm. Um, I could put myself in her spot. And when I got my freedom, 
when I got my freedom and wasn't sent to prison, um, I could just, they did an excellent, excellent, I mean, episode one, I think that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was they episode one. blew it out of the water, and to see her melt when Jesus said, "I, you are mine. Yes. And I, I was like, whoa, you know. Yeah. And I created you. You're mine. Still gives me goosebumps thinking yes. about it. It's just an amazing, amazing experience and how they could capture that. And I think so many people have that they can relate to that as I can remember when Christ saved me. Mm-hmm. That moment. A young kid, uh, uh, to get into this, uh, it's a celebrate recovery story. Uh, when I had first come to know Christ and I was, you know, I was fired up. I was in the church. Uh, I wanted to volunteer for everything. I, my, my pastor, Brian Cedarwell, bless him. A uh, shout out to him. I hope he's listening. He, uh, Phil, okay, calm down, calm down. Okay, <laughs> right. He just got here and I would call him. Literally, I would read my Bible. I couldn't put it down. Every, all hours of the day, in the evening, two, three in the morning, he would answer my calls. Finally, he told me, man, I, I got to sleep. So, um, I, I know this is great. And, Christ has been around a long time. We have a whole life to do this. So, and I and but I couldn't stop. Yeah. I was addicted because of my conviction. Mm. And I, 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 I really need to get back. I miss that that part of my life because uh, the born again, the whole process, the coming to know Christ, getting that baptized, the accepting Him, and bawling on my knees, knowing why I, who I was accepting, mm-hmm. and what He did for me, yeah. and all the wrong and things that I had done. I just, I, ch- I chased Him so hard, and um, I had, I finally got my first assignment with the church, and that was to be a greeter at the door. So, <laughs> That's I'm, how I'm I started a, out. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, That's a bold yeah. move by your pastor. <laughs> and hey. I was, it was a rough. time. Town, at you start town. frisking him at the door. I was <laughs> shaking him down. I even busted. Oh, sorry. I sorry. busted a guy who was yeah. using the church to deal drugs. We, oh, were, awesome. we were having a theater in, in United Artists Theater, having church in the theater right. before the movie started on Sunday. So how the pastor pulled that off, but. We were downtown 16th Street Mall, and I'm watching this guy come in with the fanny pack, and he's got like two cell phones, and he's got a he had a pager back then, right, right, and um. I'm just watching this guy, and he comes in. He's got to go to the bathroom like six or seven times. <laughs> and finally, I'm, I, I go up to him and say, yo, pal, we don't do that here. And then he says, what? And the pastor goes, it's, uh, he was t- one of the ushers was like, Phil, it's, it's okay. Some people have bladder problems. See, this guy ain't got a bladder problem. He got a drug dealing problem. <laughs> yeah. You guys don't see this? And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I had him arrested. And wow. he got booked. and um, But I was amazed at what I could catch because the pastor was out there loving on people. There's a lot of, there were a lot of homeless people. There were a lot of street people there. That's who he was reaching. And all the, uh, the girls, the Christian girls would get together and the wives and they were all from not, they, they weren't from this area. Right, right, right. And, they were, they were bust in basically. Yeah. And they would be buying dollar hamburgers and go out and give hugs to everybody on the park. And I would go with them and I'd be like, don't hug this guy. Don't hug that guy. <laughs> they were like, why? They're just hungry. I said, no, that's not the reason this guy's hugging you. Um, I had to keep an eye on him and realize, man, you guys don't really know what you're at. God bless you. But be a little wise for a second and, and not to pick on him because God took care of him. But, I, I, I made my, I found my place in the church. Right. And when we get back, um, I'm going to have to share a story that really touched me to this day about an addiction where Christ grabbed somebody and I got to be there for it.
Wow. So you, you got to witness it firsthand. Well, we're going to take a break and we will get to that story right after these commercials. Don't go away. You're listening to From the Bullet to the Bible. The studio lines are now open. You can text your questions to 936-337-5700. That's 936-337-5700. Come and get it. Davy Crockett's Grill is now serving breakfast. Come sink your teeth into a mouth-watering chicken fried steak, two eggs, hash browns, and toast for only $7.75. Or if you're hankering for hotcakes, get two pancakes, two eggs, and your choice of bacon, ham, or sausage for only $6.75. Want some biscuits and gravy? Well, we got that too. Davy Crockett's Grill is located on the corner of Loop 304 and Highway 7 in the city of Crockett. With our new breakfast menu served Wednesday through Saturday from 7 a.m. till 10.30 a.m. Be sure to like us on Facebook to get our latest updates and more amazing deals. Order ahead by calling 936-243-6005. That's 936-243-6005. Davy Crockett's Grill. Comfort you can taste. Feel the joy. 104.3 Joy FM. You're listening to From the Bullet to the Bible. Now, here's your host, Tim Lowry. Well, welcome back. We are so glad to have you guys here for the bullet from the bullet to the Bible. Hey, if you would like to text in questions for Jason or for Philip, you can text in at 936-337-5700. It's 936-337-5700. Or you can write us at from the bullet to the Bible, PO Box 387, Crockett, Texas, 75835. And we want to give a special shout out to uh, some of the, the prisoners out there. And uh, just glad that you guys are listening. Um, I recently got a, a letter from... Well, one of the inmates' moms who sent a donation um, saying, you know, on behalf of her son and just said, you know, he loves the show. He wants to support what you guys are doing. And it really just broke my heart because I was just so blessed at that moment. I was just so grateful um, that here they're not only are we being able to bless them, but they're being able to bless us. So thank you guys. Thank you guys for what you you're you're in there learning and digging closer to God. So we're just appreciating And, and they're hungry for it. That's, that's awesome. I love it, man. Shout out to the guys in incarceration. So you got this story. Let's touch base with this story. Then we're going to jump into the book. Okay. So I have my job as the door guy, the greeter at church. And I'm sitting there and the sermon's going, they're doing praise and worship. And, um, pastor hasn't quite got to the sermon yet. Um, one of the guys is sitting next to me. We go through the sermon. The band finishes, and one of the guys, I'm not going to mention their names, um, but uh, he stands up next to me, and he's like, um, I'm just quiet. I'm, I'm listening, quiet, listening. And then I see this uh, young guy up in the front. He's bald, very skinny, 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 skinny. I mean, um, I could tell by his face that he had, he's, I could see he's got some kind of drug issue. Um, and he's just standing there, standing there, and then something tells me in like a a blunt voice, go pray for him. 
And I turned to the guy next to me, and I was like, I thought, I go, you go pray for him. <laughs> he, goes, <laughs> he goes, what? Yeah, he goes, what? And I said, don't, if you see someone you need to pray for, man, you go pray for him. <laughs> and he goes, I, I didn't say nothing, Phil. <laughs> I said, yeah, all right. Because I thought they're messing with, you know, the new right. church guy. I don't know how this goes. Right. <laughs> and he goes, uh, uh, I heard the voice again. Now. I mean, clear, just now. And I looked, I, I, uh, I'll i say his name. His name is Jeremy. He's, he's the lead worship singer for down there in Denver Church. And right. He's like, now what? And I said, go pray for him. You you, you go. I'm, I've got the door, man. And he goes, I haven't asked you. Who are you talking about? I go, the little bald kid up front. You keep telling me to go pray for him, and you go pray for him. If that's the Lord telling you, you got to do it. He goes, I had heard done. Maybe God's talking to you. I said, no, I just got here. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, no, no. Did, did you honestly hear something? I said, yeah, I heard you. So we're talking back there in this kid. So I, I uh, okay, I go, what do I do? And he just, just go up and tell me it's whatever's on your mind. So I walk down. He's right up in front, man. Right. And, and their they're pastor's doing something where everybody's just bowing your heads. And I remember just being nervous. Mm, yeah. Um, I'm a gangster, man. I threw people out of, I can't tell you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. And, and I was still like, wow, this is for God. You know, I got to get this right. And I'm kind of moving people, and, and I reach over, and I, and I grab him. And he's shaking, man. And I, I grab him, and he's so frail. And I grab his side, and I, and I whisper his ear. I go, it's all right, but whatever it is you're going through, it's all right, man. Good Lord's going to take good care of you. And he drops Mm. And I'm like, whoa. And and people are just praying and, and I'm looking back at Jeremy and Jeremy's like, stay there. And I'm like, <laughs> stay so there. I put stay my there. hand on his head and I'm like, it's okay. And then and the guy's anyways, the guy gets up, it's over, uh, we're we're at the door and he's sitting by the bathroom and he's waiting. I guess he's waiting to talk. So I said I called Pastor, I think that guy's got some issues, maybe he wants to talk to you. And uh he came over and he just looked so tired. Mm. I've seen that that you, weariness. You know, talking about mm -hmm. their sure Jason, that their war, their beat, life has just put them through the ringer. I've been that guy. Yes, it's a horrible place to go. Mm -hmm. All hope is gone. So I'm listening to this guy, and a friend of mine walks up, Seth, and he's got an extra room at his house. He just got his apartment. And I asked the kid after we're talking and pray over him, and he, he's just, he can't spit the words out. Mm. I mean, he can't even talk to us. I said, you got some place to stay, man? And he goes, no. And I go, now you do. He's going to stay at Seth's house. Seth, what? <laughs> right. <laughs> just stay for a couple like, oh. days, man. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, we go, and he's like, what are you doing? I don't even know this guy. And so we go there and and make a bunch of pasta, you know, and we have a couple friends over from church and, and we feed this guy, man, and I'm just feeding him. And he passes out. Mm. He could tell he hadn't eaten, but he ate till he couldn't eat anymore. Move. And then he, then he just passed he out. out. And uh, so we get the next day and it was a two days later. We're trying to figure out what we can do with him. Do you have family, family or anything? He said, yeah, I got family out in Chicago. Um, I'm here by myself. I was came down to get a job we got caught up on some things and i got into some drugs man and i said what what's your drug of choice i don't want to say you guys go to church i go no tell me what's your drug? come on man we don't do that here what is it so he says meth and uh, i said okay well we're gonna pray that out of you man whatever it takes 
And uh, two days go by, and we're getting to know him. We're trying to help get him a job and stuff. And he says, uh, can I take you guys someplace? And, um, yeah, sure. So we got to pick up some stuff. And he goes, right. yeah, I did. I got to show you something. I've got to destroy it, and I need your help. I'm, I'm like, uh, my mind's. You got? Is it a gun? A knife? Did right. you do something? Goes, oh no, no, no! That's so. He takes us to this alley in downtown Denver. That's where a lot. It's it's kind of like Skid Row. So he takes us underneath this staircase, and he had a sleeping bag and some stuff there, an abandoned building. Um, and he moves this brick out of the way, and he's got a, a syringe full, and a note that says. Um, Something to uh, to his parents, mm. and I tried. There is no God, mm. and I was like, "You were gonna blast this?" And he goes, "Yeah." So I heard about the Denver Church, and I went down there in the theater, and and I was literally praying to God at that time. That he said, "Man, it makes it gets me because I was like, you know, it just." And he goes, "I God, I give up. If you exist." Please show me. If you don't, I'm done. He goes, then you touched me. And I was like, whoa, whoa. And I grabbed him and I shook him. Well, don't you ever do this stuff. <laughs> so we got yeah. rid of the stuff and, and he got a job. And I think he eventually made his way home. But to know that God, you know, oh, it's a powerful testimony. It's mm-hmm. it's a place, and I've gotten to experience so many of those things. So I really try. Like this week is my meditation kind of week. I'm spending time outside, and I'm talking, I'm talking. Uh, I'm blessed to be speaking tomorrow, so I've got to get get my mojo, my God mojo <laughs> going, and get into the spirit and op- get ready because it's not over. Those doors are going to open, yeah. And we've got work to do. But when you hear that voice, you never know. Sometimes you brush them in Walmart or you're walking by and the, or the waitress comes up and I know we all get them and we can, ah, somebody will take care of it or, you know, it's, um, I've done a good job of listening to that voice here recently. Isn't it awesome? Oh man, it's, it's been, it's been rewarding, extremely rewarding. Well, you know, there's some people that say, I don't hear God like that. I, you know, I just, but you do. I read in the Bible and that's where I get God. And, and I think they get freaked out because they, they don't want to be stuck with saying that God is a feeling, you know, and I think they're, they're okay. There, there is a point to that, but they're, some people get on this really high extreme this way, or then they get on the other extreme where everything is a feeling. If I don't feel anything, then it's not God. And so they're stopping everybody and praying for everybody. Right, right, right. And they're rolling around on the floor and they're, you know, they're, you know, Holy Spirit, you know, yeah. but, um, so they, you get these both extremes, but, but the reality is when you have Christ in your heart and you have the balanced life that Christ is asking you to do, you, you hear him and it's it's that small still voice mm-hmm. now some people think of it as they just say oh it's just my conscience or yeah. oh it's it's this or it's that but you know it is god if you take the time i think it's if what you, i like you have to, to listen you, you have to actually listen to it well what i call it is a spiritual muscle mm-hmm. it says you if you want to be really strong in that area you got to exercise you got to exercise it learn to listen to it you can't go and yes. expect to go into a gym and you know, lift mm-hmm. 500 pounds mm-hmm. uh, if you can't even lift 10 pounds. 
So you got to start out and, and grow that mm-hmm. to the point where not only are you listening to it and hearing him, but you're being instant obedient. Mm-hmm. Like whatever it is, it's like, I need you to go to, okay, I'm done. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going, you know, Lord, I'll, I'll do that. No second guessing. Yeah. Like I'm not there yet. <laughs> I still wrestle That's with God. That's a rough place to be sometimes too, though, because you can get that voice and, and you, and yeah. And you, you just, you're not ready. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, those are tough. Um, they're tough. And, and, they're tough times, but God, I said, you know, if God, if we just were obedient with a portion of the things that God puts in front of our lives every day, we would have so many more blessings. We would see so many more lives touched. Um, this, this mother's day, we went to have, um, lunch for uh, my, my wife and we went into the Lufkin area before we went there. Um, long story short, there's, you know, we didn't really have any finances. I was like, I, I don't really know if I can take my wife out to, to dinner and, but I wanted to. So we're sitting in church and this guy comes up to me and he hands me some money and he says, you know, he hands me a $20. He goes, I just feel God telling me I'm supposed to give this to you Oh man! <laughs> for the state, for the station and for the radio station. I was like, all right, well, thank you. And I appreciate it. And lunch. Right. Right. So, so then I go in and I go into the mail and there is that, um, donation from that prisoner. Wow. And it was just, I was in tears, you know, that, you know, that God's just, still steadily providing. And so as, and the whole sermon that day was about generosity. Oh, wow. And how we're, it's not about money. It's about doing all these other things and, and money is only part of it. And I just, you know, said what I was praying for is like, Lord, give me those opportunities to be generous. How, you know, keep my eyes open. So as we're driving, going to the restaurant and out of the corner of my eye, I see, a woman standing there with a, with a sign and I, we whizzed by and I just, something Ugh. went like this. Oh, I hate those moments. And <laughs> I, 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 mean, I love those moments. Look. And so I, yeah, so I, I make a U-turn, I come around to her and I come up to her and I, and I talk to her and I take that, that $20 cash cause that's all I had. And I said, um, this is for you. And she, you know, she just broke down and cried. She says, nobody has stopped. I've been standing here all this time. And I started asking her, I said, well, you know, what about, um, you know, God, different things like that. She says, well, I grew up Catholic and I haven't been to church in four years. I I just don't know where I would go. And I said, well, um, I said, God will take you and and come to you wherever you're at. I said, he came here today for you to tell you that he loves you and that he's chasing your heart and don't be afraid to run to him. And she was just like, oh, just, you know, in tears. And it was such a blessing that my friend John, who gave me that $20, that was what that radio, for the radio station, that's what our radio station does. We're, we're there to plant the seeds to, to bless people. And it, and it was just, it was just an amazing time. It continued Mm -hmm. on. Yeah. That little journey, that $20 journey. But Mm -hmm. isn't that how it works? I mean, he was generous to me. I ended up being generous to her and God ended up being generous to all of us. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, so that's, that's one of those great, great things. But what I did notice was where the frustration is, is seeing these people, um, just really addicted and and hopeless and feeling like they don't have anywhere to go 
But uh, finding that hope, finding that Christ-centered life is that start. But then you still have those addictions mm-hmm. to take care of. Mm-hmm. And that's where, Jason, you, your Celebrate Recovery comes in. It, it just, and like you said, now you're, you're a walking testament of that. You're going through that right now. Yes. And that's something that is just amazing for me even because I think that you, you're now in this place where not only are you helping people but you're being helped yourself right right um so we are going to get into the book right after this next break (laughs) (laughs) well hopefully we will (laughs) (laughs) who knows we'll be back after the break don't go away you're listening to from the bullet to the bible the studio lines are now open you can text your questions to 936-337-5700. That's 936-337-5700. Come and get it. Davy Crockett's Grill is now serving breakfast. Come sink your teeth into a mouthwater and chicken fried steak, two eggs, hash browns, and toast for only $7.75. Or if you're hankering for hotcakes, get two pancakes, two eggs, and your choice of bacon, ham, or sausage for only $6.75. Want some biscuits and gravy? Well, we got that too. Davy Crockett's Grill is located on the corner of Loop 304 and Highway 7 in the city of Crockett. With our new breakfast menu served Wednesday through Saturday from 7 a.m. till 10.30 a.m. Be sure to like us on Facebook to get our latest updates and more amazing deals. Order ahead by calling 936-243-6005. That's 936-243-6005. Davy Crockett's Grill. Comfort you can taste. 104.3 Joy FM. Feel the joy. Feel the joy. You're listening to From the Bullet to the Bible. Now, here's your host, Tim Lowry. Well, welcome back. Thank you for joining us. And I know you guys have been anticipating the book. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more with, with Jason, and then we'll get into the book. Because even if I have to read it, we're going to read it today. <laughs> yeah. We keep, uh, yeah. Last time I was here, the... we never even opened it. <laughs> Isn't no. that what we're supposed to do is read the book? But God's got so many neat things going on. Right. And, and yeah. Maybe the book, and the book's been great. I mean, I get practice to read, and I really need the practice. <laughs> so, oh, but it's nice to take a brace, a break. I, I stress on that occasionally. Mm-hmm. But celebrate recovery. Yes, sir. We've been sharing some testimonies of ourselves that we've gone through some things. Um, I'm a big fan of Celebrate Recovery. When I met you, Jason, the first time, uh, I think we went to, I met you at your house. Mm-hmm. We had a, a good conversation, and and you were still going through some some battles, and you mm-hmm. were sharing them battles. You were open to it, and I got to see the handful of people that you had in Celebrate Recovery, and there were a couple that uh, we even helped. Uh, a lady, I think her name was Dallas. Mm-hmm. We helped on her way, hopefully recovered and did some great stuff, but... You never know. We got to keep praying for some, too. That's right. That's we, right. The Lord will... Uh, Jesus will take... A million steps with you. Yes, sir. You've got to take one. That's right. And step uh, one. And he's there all the way. That's right. But uh, fill us in, man. We're, what's happened real quick from then till now, from the last yeah, show? Yeah, because you had the opening, and how did that go? 
uh, man, it went great. Um, had a lot of support from the community. Had a, a lot of support from different pastors and, and preachers that, that came in from different churches. Um, had a great night. Uh, we just kind of did a little 101 class, you know, kind of the explaining what CR is. Um, we've been at it for, oh, goodness, three weeks now. We've had three three meetings, uh, four meetings since we, we last, seen, uh, last seen you guys. Um, we got into lesson one. Um, had a just a, a, a great response from, mm, right. from lesson one. Um, uh, you know, of course, I can't get into details, but the, the men's small group that I was a part of uh, after the lesson, the, the feedback and just the, the, the things coming off of people's chest and coming out of their hearts and just, you know, was, was amazing. You know, the conversation was amazing. It was like uh, the keys were, uh, to the lock. Oh, were absolutely. Undone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The chains were starting to break. Yeah. And, awesome. and it's, uh, it's amazing to see that. Uh, it's amazing to, it's, it's such a blessing to me and it, and it warms my heart so much to watch breakthroughs happen mm. because I mean, um, Obviously, you know, I've, I've had breakthroughs myself mm-hmm. and, you know, I've had the chains fall off and then I put the chains back on, you know, my, put the chains back on myself and locked myself back up. Um, but, you know, it, but lately the, you know, the breakthroughs are coming for me again, but it is such a blessing. It's such a joy and such an honor to watch other people just unlock the chains and just, you know, have these breakthroughs and have these aha moments and, and you can see the fire light up in their eyes and you can see... You can see it in their face. They start to stick their chest out just a little bit. They start to walk a little bit taller. They start to, they start to enunciate. I mean, just all everything about them changes. They start to enunciate when they talk a whole lot. You know, a whole lot right. more. They they just their demeanor and everything about them changes. And that's oh, it's such a blessing, man. It's such such a joy for me to watch. It's cool to hear that and also be a part of it. And and you brought up the reality of things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you put those chains back on, and mm-hmm. I think it's important that in if you're in a place of recovery or a place where you're coming off an addiction no matter what it is um don't and, say and remember we're not we're not just addiction too we, we, i like to i like to stress that we're not just addiction it's anything that's keeping you down anything yeah. that's binding you up yeah but don't set yourself up for failure right and i think that's a tough place and and i did when i when i come to know christ man i, I life was going to be perfect from here on out it was going to be absolutely perfect there's no wrongs nothing could possibly go wrong <laughs> that pink cloud I'm yes. like hanging on to the heaven to Jesus escape you know and that's when the devil goes to work mm. and he wasn't working on you when you were doing the dirt he he was he had a hold of you then he didn't have to work on yeah. you yeah and um so celebrate recovery you 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 get in where you come to a meeting um you're quiet you're 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 do you drag it out of them do you let them freely Man, there there is no dragging anything out of anybody when it when it comes to wanting something better. Okay, when it comes to you know, yes, we talk about addiction a lot, but but let's let's get outside of that box for a little bit. When it comes to wanting something better, you know, we'll just we'll do it like that. It takes you to want that something better. I can't do it for you. Um any of the other leadership, Catherine or, or Gordon, they can't do it for you. Um, you have to do it. Now, yes, Jesus Christ and, and, and our God, our wonderful God does this for us, but you've got to open the door for him. Right. It's got to be you that takes that first step that 
gets out of that denial, that gets out of that, um, gets out of that box. You you have to want it. Nobody else can do it for you. So if I I come in, man, I'm I've been. I can, so I can feed you all the information that I've and, got and I can show you all the literature and I can tell you how great my God is and I can tell you all the things he's done for me. But if you want it, you got to open the door and you got to open your heart and you got to open your mind and take so it. So when I, I come in, I'm embraced. Mm-hmm. I'm embraced. I'm not said, you you, you got to do no, this. No, no, You're no. Wrong for that and no, you done messed up. No, it's over for you. Not okay. at all. No, 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 no. no I, I misunderstood what you said. I'm sorry. When, when you come into a meeting, come into a meeting, man, you come into love. You, you come into a place, a safe place. You, you come into a place that's um, that there's absolutely no judgment whatsoever because who are we to judge right. anything about anybody? Well, and I think that's what you were talking about is you, you don't have to pull anything out of them because Mm-mm. at that moment, they're already experiencing the love of, of the community. They're already being pulled on their heartstrings with God and making that decision. So to even show up. To show up. And mm-hmm. so now... That's just you. What you do is you give this this environment of safety for them to take that chance to say, "I'm going to talk about this out loud," mm-hmm. because it hasn't. It's not and, like but, they haven't been talking because if, if they've been talking about it, going over the thing in their head all the time. Mm-hmm. How do I do this? How do I do that? What if I say this? What if I say that? But actually, letting other people know—that's that first step in saying, "I do have a problem." That that first step is help me. Yeah. That first step is, is first of all, it's you know, just like step one says, understanding there's an issue, understanding there's a problem, getting out of that denial. But then, yes, you're exactly right, verbalizing that, that issue and saying, help me, where do so, I go? So I, let's back up a second. My first day at Celebrate Recovery, I just got out of the pen. And I don't want to talk to nobody about nothing that I did wrong, whatever, but I've That's got fine. issues. That's fine. I've got things I got to deal with and... I just got this, uh, I heard, I was listening to 104.3 Joy FM and, and I was locked up and they told me about Celebrate Recovery. Well, I ain't going to no place where I got to confess all this stuff or somebody's no. going to beat me up for what just I come, just did time for. Just come listen. So I, I can come and just you, listen. You can come, you can come in. Okay. You can, you can sit, sit on the back row, sit as close to the door as you want to. Amen. You can enjoy the worship. You can listen to the lesson. You can hear the prayers. And then if you want to bounce hope to see you next week but if you want to stick around for the small groups you don't have to say a word you can just sit and listen you can listen to other you know uh during during the small group sessions which is the open share groups um you you can sit and listen to what uh, what god is doing in other people's lives or you can sit and listen to what other issues other people have and and to understand you're not alone and to understand That's... to understand that uh, you're not the only one going through something and also to understand that you're in a safe place because you see all these other people talking about their deep dark issues and nobody's looking down on them. Nobody's judging them. Nobody's saying, oh, you can't come back here no more because you have such and such. That's not the case at all. But you know, you can come in, sit and listen. Come as you are. Come as you are. All come right. and sit and listen, not say a word and just, just try to get some, you know, hopefully we get the chance to love on you a little bit deeper. If we get a chance, if not, you know, love on you as much as we can. But if you don't want to say a single word to anybody or any, you know, at any point, be our guest. We hope to see you next week. Hey, man, I love hearing that. I got I got some friends and I got people out there that that was one of the biggest issues. And it was mm-hmm. it was a tough deal for me mm-hmm. uh, coming out of jail. I mean, um, and and there's not 
There's a lot of go-to places, but there's not many that are talked about that don't beat you up. Right, and I'm right. Not picking on the other pros, but there is a lot out there. Yeah, it's like they, they get the whip out and yeah. try to straighten and me out that way. The hardest thing I, I think any human being has, and that's just being human, is um, humiliation. Uh, that keeps us, which leads to fear. You know, it, it, it keeps us from doing these things that we want to do or, or, man, I'd really like to get out of my system, but man, these guys over here, this guy's already jumping to this guy for that. And, right, and, right. You, you start to be to, embraced. Yeah. Well, like Catherine just texted me and said, uh, you know, to, to remind everybody that it's, it's just a safe place to get out of the house and hang out with people that have the same issues as them. Amen. Yeah. You know, it's plain and simple. That's that's a good way to put it. Thank you. Out Catherine. of the big house too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, I'm excited that um, they, we have another chapter open again in the Madisonville area. That's a that's a great blessing, and it's a blessing because before you'd have to drive to Palestine or you'd have to drive down to Lufkin Grapeland. or Grapeland somewhere. But um, now for the uh, we got the out there in Madisonville. Yes, so sir. Yes, awesome. sir. We're, we are so glad to be back, man. It, it, the The demand was starting to overwhelm us a little bit because we were getting we were hearing it from everywhere. Hey, when when is CR coming back? When are y'all going to be open back up? When are y'all going to start back up again? And uh, finally, God opened that door for us. And and I I'm not kidding you, bro. He kicked that door wide open. I mean, right. it was like bam, and and we were we were up and running. We, it was it was time to go. We weren't even really prepared, but it God said go, and we had to get after it. We had to yeah. get to work. Got to give a shout out. Uh, celebrate recovery. Uh, attendee, graduate, I guess you could say she's gone several through several things. Mm-hmm. But to Christina Gill, uh, she's a, a young lady that we met, uh, my wife and I met. Oh, geez, it's been four, four years ago, five years ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. We were traveling to um, Massachusetts for uh, Thanksgiving and then on our way back. Um, just an incredible, incredible testimony of somebody. I'd who, love to hear it. Who was who she was down and out um we're at a waffle house like it's six seven in the morning she's the only one over there and i get a seat behind her i saw there was a van in the parking lot colorado plates i'm from colorado that's crazy and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i saw this this little girl just just uh bawling you could tell she had been bawling um life beat her up man Mm -hmm. Uh, she, she, I'll have to let her tell her testimony. Yeah, I would love to have her share that. It's but a beautiful testimony. We got to figure out how to get her to call in here sometime and just, she has big shout out, man. We fell in love with her. She took the opportunity of God doesn't exist and turned it into God does exist. And we're going to show you why. Mm. And to see what she did with what we were blessed to do for her leaps and bounds and to this day solid as a rock right on uh, yeah restoration is making its way back into her life and she sent us pictures um i'll have to get those pictures chris christina <laughs> of when she started recovery to now mm. you wouldn't even recognize change mm-hmm. you get full you get color you can enunciate. You can complete a sentence. You can remember how to spell your name. Mm-hmm. Um, life comes back. Mm-hmm. And a lover of Jesus Christ, you know, a big shout out to her. She needs to She needs to um, uh, 
she says, listening now. She needs to, to let us know. But we'll get that information later on. But Celebrate Recovery. I'd love to chat with her. I'd love to chat with her. Murfreesboro. I don't know. I beat that name up real bad. <laughs> Tennessee. Uh, you guys are all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yes, Celebrate Recovery. Um, now, the, the latest numbers I heard from our state representative, you can now find a CR meeting in close to 33,000 churches worldwide. Wow. Uh, it started at uh, Saddleback Church in San Diego, um, I think coming up here recently, 30 years ago. And and now you can, uh, like I said, 33 churches worldwide, you can find a CR meeting. 33,000 churches. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And they're coming in under churches, and I, and I love that. They're, they're either associated or... Well, that's kind of a requirement now. with Celebrate Recovery, Okay, is to have a church organization some sort sponsorship um in order to be an official cr group okay uh be recognized by saddleback church by the by the board Well, because you guys not only are you giving the help but you're giving the the resources to stay plugged in Mm -hmm. then you're also doing the discipleship which goes to the church that's connected with it right and that's something that well just like with Catherine, package there she uh she came in as a student and now she's she's female leadership so I get, do I get pamphlets and packages and notes and things that come with me? Very soon we will have all of that stuff. Okay. We are currently putting all that things together, all of the media and all the materials and things like that together. We're currently putting all that together to have very soon. Awesome. Well, we'll get to this break and then we got one more segment. Hopefully uh, we'll get Philip to read at least a few words out of his book. <laughs> he, he may be resisting Tim's today. Me. I'm going to be out of a job here. I only got a few chapters left. He's stringing it out. We'll be right back. Don't go away. You're listening to From the Bullet to the Bible. The studio lines are now open. You can text your questions to 936-337-5700. That's 936-337-5700. Come and get it. Davy Crockett's Grill is now serving breakfast. Come sink your teeth into a mouthwatering chicken fried steak, two eggs, hash browns, and toast for only $7.75. Or if you're hankering for hotcakes, get two pancakes, two eggs, and your choice of bacon, ham, or sausage for only $6.75. Want some biscuits and gravy? Well, we got that too. Davy Crockett's Grill is located on the corner of Loop 304 and Highway 7 in the city of Crockett. With our new breakfast menu served Wednesday through Saturday from 7 a.m. till 10.30 a.m. Be sure to like us on Facebook to get our latest updates and more amazing deals. Order ahead by calling 936-243-6005. That's 936-243-6005. Davy Crockett's Grill. Comfort you can taste. 104.3 Joy FM. Feel the joy. You're listening to From the Bullet to the Bible. Now, here's your host, Tim Lowry. Well, we are just glad that you guys are back uh, listening. And again, we thank you for the letters that we're getting uh, from all you guys writing in. Uh, you can write us at From the Book to the, From the Bull to the Bible, PO Box three eight seven, Crockett, Texas seven five eight three five. And if you got any texting, you can text us at nine three six three three seven five seven zero zero. Uh, thanks for all you guys texting in. We're getting texts all around the country right now. So uh, it's great to, to see everybody's uh, enjoying the topic. And um, Jason, we're just so gra- grateful that you're here and, and getting to explain a little bit more about what Celebrate Recovery is. Thanks, guys, for having me. I really appreciate you guys uh, letting me come and, and spread the word about this program. It, uh, it's 
it's changed my life. It, it has drastically changed my life. And, uh, I, um, I, 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 it would be a fool of me not to share, you know, what has changed my life with, with other people. It, it would be, it, it would be wrong of me not to, to continue this. Um, it's like, you know, you've got the, the gift and you're, you would, not hide it under uh, oh absolutely not absolutely not and you know like i said the last time i was here guys and, and i want it to be to be clear right now i'm just a student mm-hmm. uh, right yep. now with uh with the current program i'm i'm just a student i'm not in a leadership role because i had some issues i i kind of uh fell off the wagon for a little while um and gratefully this program was able to get back into action uh at the right time at the time that i needed it um, and, and Gordon, uh, Gordon Plumley and, and Catherine Lynch being our, our leadership, uh, currently, um, you know, they, they stepped up and, and have put this program back into action. Um, I'm just kind of a background support because I'm, we got a little bit of the head knowledge with it. Right. Well, it's, it's, our lives are like chapters in books and you have a new chapter that you're starting and you're looking back and, and it's, you know, don't worry about that. Now, now we're into the new chapter. And so you've got some good news with this new chapter. Too. I do. I do. Along, along, uh, about halfway through this new chapter, I've decided to, um, uh, make Catherine my wife. And she said, yes. So a couple of three weeks ago, I, uh, I, I asked her, uh, we were down at the altar praying and I, uh, surprised her with the question and, uh, she said, yes. And, and my dad first thought out of my dad's mouth was i didn't know you could be that stupid but then he's talking to her not me uh, he, he was talking to her and i didn't know there was something that wrong with you but uh, no it's it's been a, an absolute blessing having her in my life and and uh I, hey, there's it, nothing like a great friend right and she she is she's my best friend and we laugh and joke and cut up all the time and it's and you it's, said you guys have known each other for 15 years. oh we've known each other for years yeah. yeah i mean like i said 14 or 15 years and and on and off over the last two years you know she's stuck with me through my mess and uh even with attempts to run her off and make her go away right she uh she stuck around and kept loving on me and and um kept trying to prove to me there was a better way of living mm. and uh she's definitely been just a, a a statement in my life you know recently uh to to help me get back under control and, well, and back to see the way again so congratulations thank you yep. us congratulations yes. we, are, we are excited Love good stories like that, and may the good Lord bless you with many, many more. I, I'll tell you a quick one, too. My daughter melted my heart the other night. Her One of her teachers uh, takes prayer requests, you know, before or after class, something like that, my daughter being nine years old. And and I tell you, from the mouths of babes, um, my daughter lifted a prayer request up to her teacher that Catherine and I have a, a good life together. And it started the conversation that her teacher used to be Catherine's daughter's teacher at one point. And we all know each other, we, you know, we're all tied together and, uh, the, the joys of small town. Um, but, uh, it just absolutely melted my heart to find out that my nine year old was lifting it up a prayer like Amen. that. You know, that is, it's, it's, it's been awesome. awesome. And then, you know, what's been even crazier is the relationship with my ex-wife, my children's mother has been better than it's been ever. You know, we've got the oh, best. We all, we all want that to yeah, work I mean, out. <laughs> yes. And, and, you know, things Jesus has been showing me lately, I, I you know, my ex-wife's boyfriend is in law enforcement, and I, I prayed a hedge of protection over him the other morning just 
and then thought to myself, did I just really do that? You yep. know? And, and yep, I, I'm, awesome. I'm grateful for him because he makes her happy and loves my children. And, and well, just this co-parenting thing has been just a joy. Really. It really has been, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for the relationship we have now. That's, that's going into hearing from God. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. You, you prayed a hedge of protection. We mm-hmm. had one of our callers, uh, yeah, I was going to say, ask a, question. Asked a question. She said, how Her do you know? Her name is Katina. She's saying, how do you know if you, what you hear is God? And the thing is, you you know, you do hear voices. You got to hold everything accountable to, to the scriptures. And one thing that when you do hear from God, you know, it's going to draw you closer to him and not farther away. If well, he's telling you to go... Or that voices go rob a bank or something like that. That's not God. It's not God. Well, and, and you know, <laughs> my experience is, you know, once you stop the things you were doing, because you're going to hear voices during the addiction, because I did, but, uh, uh, once you stop doing the things you were doing and you, you get that clear mind and you get, you begin to get that clearer conscience, it becomes clearer who is speaking to you. Yes. When, when the, the, uh, the, the calling is laid on you or the demand is laid on you, it becomes a little bit more obvious whom is speaking to you. Yes. And um, you'll know. You'll know. When you get there, you'll know. You, yeah. You just, and, and you'll just know. Don't be afraid to say, Lord, talk to me. Yeah, absolutely. I and, sit out on I'll the front porch you, every morning. And, most and, of the time, the reason, or at least how I know, is I get very uncomfortable <laughs> because it takes me out of my comfort zone. Yes. And I get right. very nervous. I'll start shaking. I'll start breathing. I'll, I'll feel like I'll have a panic attack or mm-hmm. something because it's like, God, are you sure you want me to do this? <laughs> <laughs> but when you do, man, you see the uh, amazing blessings. Mm-hmm. Oh, we were going to have time for Joe. Looks Lottie, like we didn't but, uh, have that time. Joe, you have to go home. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk with you guys next week. Thanks for being here. You've been listening to From the Bullet to the Bible with Philip Hall and Tim Lowry. This program is a ministry of From the Bullet to the Bible Ministries. We would love to hear from you. You can mail your questions and comments to From the Bullet to the Bible, P.O. Box 387, Crockett, Texas 75835. That's From the Bullet to the Bible, P.O. Box 387, Crockett, Texas 75835.